the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. Brothers and sisters, our God desires to have an intimate relationship with you and me. That's one of the reasons why Jesus went to Calvary's tree, to pay sins dead in full for you and me, so that we can have the opportunity to have an intimate relationship with the God who saved you and me. But although that opportunity is there, most Christians seem like they don't even care. They don't even try to have and enjoy an intimate relationship with God. And the few who do, don't know how to. Brothers and sisters, there are proven pathways we can take to increase the intimacy of the relationship that we have with God. All of us should want to know what those pathways are so that we can do what we need to do to increase our intimacy with God like He wants us to do. That way, we can benefit even more than we already do from the relationship that we have with the God who loves me and you. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because ready or not, here it comes. See, Jesus is the example left for us of a close, intimate son who didn't live his life for himself, but lived his life for his father. Jesus was an example for us. See, a lot of us, we learn about this. I want to do WWJD. That's cute. I love that. I think that's just as cute. WWJD. I wish I would have came up with it. Praise God. Amen. I would have built some churches off all that money. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. But you don't want to just know what would he do. God put in scripture what he did do. So that you can follow what he did as an example. Come on, let's read it. First Peter chapter two, verse 21. It says, for even here unto were ye called. This is what you called to. Because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that ye should follow his steps. So he left us an example. The word example right there means copy for imitation. The word example means copy for imitation. God left us a copy for imitation. Who is Jesus? So we're supposed to look at Jesus and attempt to imitate him. Copy him. Act like he act. Do like he do. Come on now. I know y'all didn't do this. But you know folk that used to sit back there and watch Michael Jackson, for example. He used to see him do his little moves and stuff like that. You'll see folk that will stand there in front of the screen and watch it and copy it to the point that they can bust them same moves and stuff. You know, doom, 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 doom. 
move the cap forward and everything else like that and spin around and stuff like that and moonwalk backwards and stuff like that. You're like, would you like and spin in place and, you know, throw your little hand on the side like, leave that long right there. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. It's, 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 <laughs> hallelujah. The point I'm ready, imitate the moves. That's what I'm trying to say. Praise God. Well, the Bible says, for even hereunto were ye called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that ye should follow his steps. Now, we're supposed to be followers of his steps. Verse 22 said, who did no sin, neither was God found in his mouth, who when he was reviled, reviled not. When he, was suffer- when he, had- when he suffered, he threatened not. But this is what he did, committed himself to him that judges righteously. He committed himself to him. The word committed right there means surrendered. He surrendered himself. This is what Jesus did. He surrendered himself to him who judged righteously. The one that judged righteously is his father. He surrendered himself to his father. That word surrender, that word committed, that's a consecration type word. He surrendered himself, threw his hands in the air. Move forward like about his life, he no longer cared. And when the Lord told him what he wanted to do, he, he said to the father, oh yeah. And then he committed, he surrendered himself. Verse 23, surrendered himself to him that judges righteously. Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree. That we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness by whose whose stripes ye were healed. Now, most people, when they read this verse, they concentrate on the healing part. And thank God for that, because most times when we read this, we need the healing part. Praise God. But at the same time, look also that he said he did what he did so that we, being dead to sins, dead to sins, we're not involved in that no more, should live unto righteousness, that we should live unto righteousness. Jesus did what he did so that we should live unto righteousness. That word righteousness right there is talking about justification. Well, we've been made just as if we'd never sinned a day in our lives, just as if there was never any separation between God and us. That it was just as if there was never any separation from God and us. And taking us back to Eden so that just as if Adam never sinned. Now, prior to Adam's sin, Adam was an obedient man of God. Did everything that God told him he wanted to do. His life was lived under God, living exactly the life that God wanted him to. And God came through Jesus Christ and reconciled us back to himself to place us back in that position to be able to live that same life out that was being lived out then. To be able to erase all the effects of all that was done before and be able to restore for you the opportunity to step into so much more. So you can go back to Eden without going back to Eden. But you can start right now and begin to live your life unto God from this point forward and turn the world you live now into an Eden. Praise God. But that word righteousness also means equity. It also means equity of character or act. It means equity of character or act. Whereas God said he died for you, Jesus Christ died for you, so that you can be able to live equitable in character to Christ. Equitable in actions to Christ. In other words, We ought to conduct ourselves in a way that is equitable to righteousness. Equitable to the righteousness that we've received. The price that was paid for it and the person who paid the price for it. That we ought to live equitable to him. 
equal to him. Equitable to him. Equal to him. So we ought to be living our lives equal to Christ. We ought to be living our lives equal to Christ. That the life that he lived, we're supposed to live too. He died for me and you to live equitable. We're supposed to be equitable in character, that we have the same character that he has. We ought to be equitable in actions. Why? Because we ought to perform the same actions that he performed. What did he do? The will of his father. What do we ought to do? The will of our father. But then here he is, died so that we could do the will of the Father, and none of us is doing the will of the, many of us are not doing the will of the Father, but we're trying to get farther from the will of the Father. We're trying to get the Father to bow his will to our will. Help us to do what we want. Because you said in your word, if I pray anything according to your will, then I hear. And although we quote that, we're not praying according to his will. We're praying according to our will. Lord, bless me, bless my foe, bless, bless this, give me this, give me that. Help me with this, come through for that. Save me from all my not doing what you said do. Rescue me like I always ask you to. And then I'm going to lie, excuse me, promise to you one more time that if you do what I ask you to do, I'm going to do what you want me to do. But then right after we get what we want, because you know folks say yes when they want what they want. But the question is, do we say yes after we, after we get what we want and be doing the will of what God do? That's what Jesus' character was. He said, I want you to be equitable to that character. I want you to live that same way out too. I want you to walk equitable to the price that was paid for your righteousness. What was paid for your righteousness? Everything. Jesus' entire life was given up to buy yours. Now be equitable. Most of us say, what does that mean? That means your whole life. Oh, Lord. Not my whole life. Not this wonderful life that I have. Not this life that's less than the one that he died for me to live. You don't expect me to give up less for greater, do you? You don't expect me to give up this little lackluster, low-key, non-accomplishing life to be able to step into what you have in store for me, do you? You don't expect that, do me. You don't expect me to go through from this life of struggle and a bunch of trouble to be able to step into some place where we can deliver other folk from trouble. You don't expect that out of me, do you? You don't expect me to give up this little for a lot. <laughs> During Ephesians chapter 5, I give you a piece of my life. I'll commit to serve once, no, twice a month, once a week. And then even then, I'm going to take some sabbaticals. Ephesians <laughs> chapter 5. <laughs> oh, I love this stuff. Ephesians chapter 5. See, I can speak this kind of stuff to worshipers. This was a Sunday morning where a lot of folk in there ain't worshipers and stuff like that. The exodus would have started. <laughs> oh, what a man, Al. 
You have got to be kidding. Ephesians chapter 5. My life? Well, I owe everybody, can't pay nobody. You expect me to give that up? My life? <laughs> Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5. Know ye not that ye were bought with a price? Ephesians chapter 5. Whose life again? Ephesians chapter 5. We start reading in verse 1. See, if we're going to be close, intimate sons, just like Jesus is, then we're to be imitators of Jesus and do what he did. Verse 1 says, be ye therefore followers of God as dear children. He's showing you how to be a dear child, be a dear child. Be followers of God. He's telling you exactly how to be a dear child. Be followers of, of Christ, of God. Be followers of him as dear children. That word followers right there means imitators. Remember I said he was sent as a, cop, as a copy for imitation. As a copy for imitation. That's one of the reasons why he's all, we have the four gospels. And so we can see who he was and what he did. So talk, sis. Learn that thing, didn't you? Prototype. He the one to imitate. We ain't trying to imitate him. We're trying to go get a mentor. When we already got a savior. Only reason why you still need a mentor because you ain't looked at your savior to see what you're supposed to do. People ask me, Pastor, will you mentor me? I tell them, no. I will pastor you. That's greater than mentoring. Because that's ordained of God. That's anointed of God. Mentors aren't anointed. Those are men. Tours. <laughs> we move on. Be that be therefore followers of God as dear children. And walk in love as Christ also loved us and have given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. Jesus gave his life for us as an offering for the Father. Just like you stick money in a bucket when it go by, Jesus stuck himself in a bucket. See it. See, you stuck money in. Back then, they used to give up animals that were alive that would then die and be burnt to the point that they no longer even resembled themselves. Jesus said, that's what I'm going to do just for you. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give myself up for you as a sacrifice. He gave himself up as an offering for the father. The offering and, and, and sacrifice of his life was a sweet smelling savor to the father. It was a sweet smelling savor to the father. See, the voluntary offering and sacrifice of his own life was considered to be a sweet smelling savor to the father. The word offering right there means presentation. He presented himself to his father. He said, Father, for them, I'm presenting myself to you. So that they can get over, I'm going to give myself to you. I give myself away so you can use me. I give myself away. Not being made to. This was a voluntary offering. Because remember, he's perfect, flawless, ain't made not a mistake ever. 
he was already a dear son to his father, but he wasn't thinking about himself. That's why I say walk in love, even as he walked in love. Jesus, this was a love offering that he was extending. He was given to himself to the father in love as a love offering. Why? Because I know what's important to you, sir. So I'm going to give you what you want. And what you want is my life for their life. My life for their life. I remember I saw this movie one time, praise God. I think it was called Ransomed. Praise God. It was called Ransomed. Was this man, praise God, was, was a bodyguard for a young girl, but she got took and stuff like that. Her father, you know, turned her in with his low life self. Praise God. In order to to make some money. You know, under the, had no idea that the folk was going to play him like he did and, 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 and jam him up like he did. And they was going to really take out his daughter, praise God. Well, the guy went to be able to go get and did everything he did in order to go get that, 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 that little girl back, praise God. With busting caps in there, body blowing folk up and everything else like that. You know, sticking dynamite up people's tails and blowing them up. He was doing, he was doing everything, praise God. It's like, dang, because he was going after that girl, praise God. He was going to get that girl. But then when he got to the end, praise God, he, 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 he had taken out one of the guy's brothers and stuff like that, and the guy basically made a deal with him. He said, yeah, I'll give you the girl, little girl back, but you got to give me you. And he accepted it. And then he walked up and had set up a meeting and went there, praise God. And I, I like it because he went up on a hill, and I said, if that ain't God, I don't know what it is. He went up on a hill, praise God, and then the little girl walked past him, gave it a hug and everything else. I said, now go, go to your parents. Go to your mama. And then he walked on back. And that was, of course, the last anybody was going to see him because he was going to get took out at that point. Everybody else was thinking like, man, well, who would do such a thing? Somebody that loves somebody and understood their purpose. I am her bodyguard. And I will do whatever I got to do to guard her body and set her free. And if it means giving up myself, that's a small price for me to pay. I'm willing to do what I got to do. See, that's a sweet smell to God. That word sweet, sweet smelling is, is, is good scentedness. It is good scented to God. That's like God say, that's what I'm talking about. That's a beautiful smell to God. It's a sweet smelling savor. That word savor means fragrance. It's better than eau de toilette. <laughs> Perfume. Or any other fragrance that could fill a room. God said, that's the one that I like. See, the sacrifice of, of our lives won't only be a sweet-smelling savor to God, but it'll also be a sweet-smelling savor to all those who will positively be affected by it. All those who will be positively affected by it, too. It'll be a sweet-smelling savor to all those who draw closer to God because you draw closer to him, too. See, other folk are going to draw close to God because you draw close to God. Other folk are going to get closer to God because you've gotten closer to God. Other folk are going to learn to walk with God because you walk with God. And your life is going to be a sweet smelling savor to them. I still think about the young lady that lived her life in front of me. And I'm still thinking about things that I'm going to do one day. Praise God. And I'm going to come through for that girl. I'm going to hook her up in ways I, I'm going to bless that girl's socks off. Praise God. Hallelujah. And her husband. Praise God. Her husband too. Praise God. I'm going to bless both of them. And I'm going to tell them you getting blessed because of her. Because what she did is a sweet-smelling savor to me. I think that way about Bishop, too, praise God. 
you know, his life to me is a sweet smelling savior because I know he sacrificed his life in order to be able to open the door so that people like me could be able to learn about who he is. That's why I don't care what somebody say he do. I don't care what he do. That don't matter to me. Why? Because that man sacrificed his life for me. And so because of that, he, I, because of that, I'm free. So because of that, what? I'll bust somebody tail over him. And one thing I haven't thought about it. Does anybody hear me up here? They used to know around the building that if you're going to talk about Bishop, don't do it with Rodney around. He will bloody your lip. They won't think I thought about it. Does that make sense? And will not apologize nor pray for you afterwards. Praise God. Because <laughs> his life was a sweet smell to me. Because he taught me how to be me. And I'm thankful for that forever. It'll be a sweet smelling savor to all those who learn to live their lives under God because you lived your life under God. They'll be so glad you did. Why? Because they never get a chance to see at the level that they can see until they see you live the life that God has in store for them. That's why God said it. He died, to become, he died as a prototype to teach us how to walk our lives. Jesus Christ was willing to go and give up his life for other people's lives. He said, now these are the footsteps I want you to walk in. You give up your life so that other people can live too. A lot of us like, uh, distance good enough, praise God. <laughs> distance, uh, no, it's not. Because that's less than what God's got planned for you. Because Jesus was highly exalted after he did what the Father asked him to do. He took him from where he was to a whole nother level. Why? Because he was willing to do what he asked him to do. Turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Come on, have an idea here. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. We'll start reading in verse 13. It reads, for whether we be beside ourselves, it is to God. Or whether we be sober, it is for your sake. For the love of Christ constrained us, because we thus judge, that if one die for all, then we're all dead. And that he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and arose again. This is the attitude that each of us should have concerning the life that we're invited to live as a close and intimate son. This is the attitude that every one of us need to have right here. What is that? That the love of God constrains us. That word constrain right there means to hold together. The love of God holds us together. It keeps us locked in. It keeps us on point. It keeps us from falling apart. It keeps us from weakening. It keeps us strong. It's the love of Christ which does so. Hope is the great expectation that you're supposed to have of what God will do. Faith is the fact that you know beyond a shadow of a doubt God's going to do what he said he's going to do. But love allows you to be able to stay together until he does what it is he's going to do. Because you're going to have every opportunity to back up off of what God said to you when you make a decision to do what God said to do. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you were blessed by what the word of God had to say. I hope that you've seen that it's true. That our God really does want to have an intimate, personal relationship with me and you. I hope even more that you're becoming more inspired to do whatever needs to be done to take the pathways of increased intimacy with God that are there for me and you. So that we can walk even closer with God than we already do. And be even closer to God like He wants us to do. And enjoy the kind of life that only happens 
when we're in a more intimate relationship with God that He wants to have with me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to send it your way right away. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. And since we're talking about coming through, there's something that I invite all of you single, unmarried saints out there to do. We invite all the single, unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our G2B. That's our glorified to be uniquely here singles fellowship this Friday evening. It's a monthly single seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio for the single saints here in San Antonio. It's a monthly single seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half a pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the single saints that's done on the fourth Friday of every month for all the single unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas of all ages come together in a casual atmosphere and get a powerful word from God that will help them to live successfully in their singleness. So come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on through and bring a few single saints with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word where they store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 